0: Right. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to a long and long time ago. My name's Martin, and as always, I'm here with Adam. Hi, Adam. Hey How are you doing? Yeah,
1: I'm all right. Thanks you. Good, good. Yeah, not too bad. Busy week. Yeah, yeah, a bit too busy for my liking, but <laughs> it's stuff. only going to get busier. I've got so many uh, podcasts to edit in the coming <laughs> days. So. Yeah, so- sorry about that. <laughs> that's not right. That's I have good. to take some responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> all that footage you've passed over to me, but we'll, it's not an issue. No, no, we'll talk about that yeah. later. Yep, we'll get to that. Yep. Um before we start, have we got any any, any admin from you this week? Uh, I don't think I've got anything. No. No, I was I think going we can to go straight in. I don't know. Okay. Well, I was going got... to talk about
0: the three figures that I completely forgot, but um I think <laughs> oh, you did yeah. a good you did a you did a good job on social
1: media yeah. highlighting that. So um I think okay, uh, I don't think we need that's to go into right. That. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if anyone is interested and hasn't seen it was uh it was from the Mandalorian and it was Migs Mayfield. Oh, you're gonna to have to Costa ax, Reeves. Ax waves. Axe Woves. Axe Woves and Costa Reeves. Costa Reeves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we did the admin anyway. We did it anyway, yeah. Yeah, why not? Might might as well. Yeah. yeah. So okay. um what we're gonna talk about this week? Well, I think um, there's a a series that starts this Wednesday that we're both pretty excited to talk yes. about when yeah. it comes out. But in the meantime I thought we, we'd both talk about the uh film that probably spanned the series off, Rogue One. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you're appropriately wearing your Rogue One t shirt, which I'm only a little bit jealous of. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Rogue One, well, we've said a lot about this film before, haven't we? Like it's appeared in our um well, right at the top of both of our lists of uh ranked Star Wars films. Yeah, I think so, it was number three for me and, and it was number one for me. So. Number one for you, which yeah. is pretty, pretty
0: high praise, really, considering yeah. it's um a non George Lucas film and yeah,
1: uh, yeah. part of uh, Disney. I will say though, so we've both we've both rewatched the film this week, haven't we? Um and I I thought I'd do a little bit of research into it, just sort of seeing what other people rated it as, and IMDB has it down for 7.8, which I think is a travesty. That is exactly the same as the Force Awakens, which is an okay film. Yeah, but it's no Rogue One. It's not Rogue One, is it? No. So I think 7.8 is just that's just harsh. I think I looked up um, Empire, which is a lot of people's favourite, uh, and I think that was 8.6. I haven't actually yeah. written that down. I Do you I not find though in this day and age that um, there's there's so many people
0: out there who want to just advertise negativity, especially on, yeah. on on the Internet, that yeah. people actually go out of their way without even seeing the film before they see the film mm. or the TV shows or whatever yeah. it is. And they give it a bad um, review before it's yeah. even come out. I mean, there's something going on um, at the moment with the Rings of Power, the new Lord of the Rings television series on Amazon. And it's exactly, you know, I, I think it's fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. But if you were to look on the internet, it's the worst thing that's ever happened in yeah. the history
1: of television. Yeah. Um, and, well, you won't be and, surprised. I wouldn't. I haven't got an opinion to give on it because I haven't seen no, it. But no. I, I wouldn't go as far to jump online and negatively review it, you yeah. know, without, without seeing it at least. But that's the thing, you know, if you didn't like it, at least you would watch it first. Yeah. Um, you know, but even then there's a lot of things, you know. I haven't I, I put forward a few reviews, but unless it really bothers me, I wouldn't negatively review something. It's not to everyone's taste, is it? Lord of the Rings, it's not to everyone's taste. No. Harry Potter. So on. All these things that I'm obviously not a fan of. Well, they're not to my taste. That's all. And I'm our, not gonna... and our viewership goes down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I just I just think it's um it's a bit you can not jump the gun and just—I don't know—I don't think it's right to negatively review many things because it's no. just not for everyone. And I think—and I think—you um,
0: know—we'll talk about Rogue One in a minute, but I mean, I think as well. Sometimes I'm not the sort of person who does reviews. To be honest with you, mm. if I watch a film, I won't jump online and no, put what no. my IMDb score is. So it takes a special kind of person to actually bother to do that, and yeah. they must have some sort of agenda in their mind. I guess, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, anyway, Rogue One, um, the film that we absolutely love. And I think mm-hmm. we probably both agree that um, it's probably our favourite. Well, it's your favourite film overall, but it's definitely yeah. my favourite film in the Disney canon. Yes. Um, or, yeah. the, or the Disney released films um, and probably media as well. I think it, it pips Mandalorian and I love the Mandalorian, as you know, and I love mm the final season of the clone wars but um i think rogue one still tops that as well yeah, yeah.
1: well it obviously and, does. and re-watching it as well it just reinforced why i think why i feel this way you know because oh it's just so enjoyable like yeah. from the very first scene and i can't i want to go back to um Like my memory of when I first saw it at the cinema, I always go to see the Star Wars films with one of my mates, Donnie, who uh, is also a massive Star Wars fan. Um, And I just remember us both going, we were really quite excited, even though The Force Awakens was, you know, all right. Um, But we sat down there and we were still pretty excited for it. Uh, And you know how it it all goes dark and you're about to start the film. and with typical Star Wars films, you get the da from the John Williams, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, from the John Williams, <laughs> the John <laughs> Williams soundtracks. Um, and I was expecting that. I was like, oh, here we go. And it didn't come. And I was like, oh, well, they're doing something different. And I know now that it's obviously because it's not part of the trilogies and it's a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um but I don't think that took took me away from the film. I don't really know what point I was trying to make there, actually, but I was, I don't know, it's just... I mean, it kind of felt that it was something fresh straight away. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's it, yeah. I guess it was bringing something new that, yeah, it was just awesome. And they've still got, even without that classic track, they've still got an insanely good soundtrack that just brings you in. Uh, And I actually did want to do an episode at some point about how John Williams' soundtrack makes the films infinitely better. Yes. Makes them even better than,
0: you know. But I've always uh, always had a tradition of whenever a Star Wars film comes out, I'll buy the soundtrack. Um, When George Lucas made the films, they always came out about two weeks before the film. So I'd always, I'd literally play that cd non-stop mm. until the films come out so when i went to see the film i knew all of the beats of the films yeah. through them through the music um but with disney they always release them on the same day as the movies come out um mm. so as soon as i've been to see the film i pop the soundtrack in and i listen to it three or four times the next yeah. day um, and you're right one of the standouts of um Rogue One is uh, Michael Giacchino. Giacchino's, <laughs> I'll get it right in <laughs> a minute. get in a minute. <laughs> yeah, soundtrack. Um, yeah, and I think I think he would have been the first composer in a Star Wars movie that wasn't John Williams. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, big shoes to fill, and I think he does a very very good job. Mm. Um, uh, and he doesn't, there's, there is some original music from John Williams, you know, notes, beats, yes, from the yeah. films in there, but they're very subtle. And for the most part, it's new, brand new music, which mm. I think was brilliant um, because that was a real risk. Yeah. And it's it really a risk was paid yeah. off.
1: Yeah. I, I actually thought John Williams did still have something to do with the soundtrack, but maybe not.
0: No, I don't think he had anything to do with the no. soundtrack. Um, Except for the end credits music, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I know I know he did Han Solo's theme from Solo, so he might be thinking of that. All oh, right, yeah, um, maybe. And obviously, did a bit of the Obi One theme tune, but no, he did,
1: he he didn't have anything to do with Rogue One. Yeah, to my okay. knowledge. So, yeah. So they go to the beginning of the film. It starts with a young so uh and Galen so as well. You know, on their farm if you like my first sort of question to you the black troopers there have we seen them before at all or is that was that a new thing to rogue one because i'm i'm trying to pick my brain as to whether they've appeared anywhere no that's their first appearance
0: ever in rogue one and subsequently subsequently we've seen them in the mandalorian
1: yeah yeah so were they were they dark troopers no death troopers. No, death oh, Troopers. Yeah, I sure, I think they were death. I'm sure they were death troopers. Yeah, mm. death troopers. And are they are they droids or are they people? No, they're, the they're, um, they they're people.
0: they 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 are stormtroopers but they're um specially trained sort of uh I don't know
1: special forces. Right. Um okay. troopers. Yeah. Yeah, um, the, the reason I ask is cuz they're they they didn't really have like a dialogue like you would have with the normal stormtroopers. No. So- Yes, it again, it, was, it was like a mechanical noise wasn't it which is sort yeah. of why I thought oh maybe and there is a reason for that
0: that's mm-hmm. a coded that's a, when they speak it comes out coded so um because they work for the Krennic wearing the white uniform he mm-hmm. p- works for the intelligence side of um, the empire right okay. so um the reason they speak like that is so nobody can understand what they're saying in case they're on you know some sort of operation yeah. tactical operation or specialist operation I don't know um the, the, okay. the terminology but yeah that's that's the reason why and i thought again it's one of those little little things that yeah be, if they just spoke in english it would be yeah. fine but because they, it adds an extra element to their character so yeah there was a lot of thought put into it i really liked it
1: that's yeah that is good yeah i didn't i didn't know that that's obviously why i asked that question yeah um yeah yeah any any thoughts on what's been said so far <laughs> yeah anything well, I, to add
0: well, I mean, uh, the the film is is it, uh, obviously the last. What would you say? Sixty minutes of the film is exhausting. It's absolutely nonstop action. Mm. Yeah, and then the first hour of the film, it, it, there's a, there's a lots of action sort of intertwined into mm. it, but it's more of a introduce the characters. Yes, and I think yeah. I think that first hour does such a good job with such a small amount of time mm. to make you love the characters that subsequently when they all start to to die spoiler alert at the end (laughs) of the film um you you actually start to feel oh you start to feel sad about it and yeah that's quite that's quite quite a feat with just an hour and and not only it's it's a big feat but because um you know to make you feel that way but because there's so many of the characters because what there must be nine characters yeah um they bring them all in one by one and that's it and and by the end you feel just as sad for each and every one of them and Mm. i think you know that's masterful the way it's done and because it's a star wars film at the end of the day isn't it you know it's not um it's not shakespeare but but at the same time you you generally hope that one of them or two of them will
1: make it at the end of the film at least the first time i saw it and you almost expect them to don't you because you always expect the good guys to get out really yeah yeah and uh They're, yeah that was yeah. part of the beauty of it you know they succeed in their mission but they also die <laughs> well there was so, a film they did film an ending where they all made it yeah off the i did the expect shuttle. there would be an alternative ending yeah, yeah. but um yeah.
0: It, w- it makes sense for them not to have made it i think it's a hero's uh hero's sort
1: of ending isn't it
0: well it makes their sacrifice at the end w- worthwhile because obviously they managed to get the plans, and then mm. they hand the plans over to Leia,
1: which then starts the beginning of exactly a new yeah. hope so and you'd think if they were to survive, you would expect to see them in the in the forthcoming films, you know
0: absolutely, so. and I suppose this is retroactively canon, but the fact that Luke's squadron was called Rogue Squadron. Mm i think and i'm not 100 sure but i'm fairly sure i read somewhere that rogue squadron was given that moniker as a tribute to the um right rogue squadron yeah. that got the plans to the death star if you like um, yeah. so I, that's brilliant isn't it i mean <laughs> they've gone back to something that was created in 1980 yeah. and made it even more impactful in yeah, 2016 yeah. so you know it's it's brilliant I really it's another yeah. little another little another, another little nugget that they've added
1: in that just yeah. overall expands the Star Wars mythos it's great yeah and they they oh, I did want to say they draw so many good comparisons to uh to the uh, original trilogy you know oh well wow. sorry i've got such a long list of notes <laughs> um, it's usually me with all the notes it is yeah uh, I'm not going to find that one, but it, you know, back on Yavin Four, where they obviously spend a lot of time in a new hope, and um, the as you said a minute ago, the uh, rebel troopers getting passing the uh, the plans on and everything. It's it's just it's so well thought out. I think. Yes, I mean they recreated the sets.
0: Yeah. The de- I was looking at some um, things earlier um, on uh, comparisons between A New Hope and Rogue mm. One in terms of Yavin, funnily enough, and they've pretty much exactly recreated the set that was there in 1976 or whenever they filmed yeah. it, and and it looks absolutely spot on. Mm. But but the thing the thing I totally really agree with your point, and there's the, about you could probably watch Rogue One. And go into a new hope and think it was made. With the exception of sorry the the grain of the film or yeah. I don't know what you would yeah, call but, it. Yeah, grain. Yeah, um, yeah, quality. Yes, of Yes, yeah. the quality of the film. You
1: you would they've done such a good job in making you think it was made at the same time. That, that's uh, that, that's you, in one of that's in my notes. You know the, mm-hmm. the costumes and getting everyone mm-hmm. to look. You know, the the guys have got proper seventies mustaches. Absolutely, <laughs> so and they've gone as far as that. So. Absolutely, and I think I think that's a big part of why um,
0: a lot of people, and it's not just us, but I think a lot of people would probably agree with us that they think Rogue One is the best Star yeah. Wars film since, since Disney has taken over because of that amount of detail mm-hmm. and the nostalgia feel from um, the original trilogy. But there's there's one little thing that. Uh, that's in Rogue One. um The spaceships, the death, the star destroyers, for example. Mm. This is a great example. Whenever you see the star destroyers on film in the in the movie, they look like models. That like okay. they, they look yeah. exactly like the models that they made um in 1977 to represent yeah. the star destroyers in that film. They're not obviously they're CGI, but they've done the CGI in such a way that you would think it's a model and. Yeah. They didn't have to do that. They could have made it smooth, but they've had all the gree- greeblies or whatever they call them when they make models. Um and they've added those in as special effects to make it look like it's a model. Right. And I'm sure I saw this in a documentary where they did that on purpose because they wanted it to feel it was just Not like just it was. The same. So, mm. so when you watch it again, if you look at the close ups of the Star Destroyers, they look like models when in fact they're CGI. And so and that going into that sort of detail and I, and I have to say, I just don't feel that that sort of detail has been leaned into in, in other properties. Yeah. And when Disney have done the films necessarily, I might be wrong. It's just
1: my opinion. But um, yeah, but you, I think you're probably right. I don't think they've gone to that sort of extent. No. Because I think they probably wanted to be more modern with it and really, you know, really bring the film to a bit more of a modern look. Well, it is, it's is—it's funny, film. isn't it? The, in the first two sequel films, they
0: wanted to reinvent everything. Um, they wanted their own Star Destroyers. They wanted mm. their own X-Wings. But by the time of the rise of Skywalker, the third film, they bring back all the original Star yeah. Destroyers, yeah. Um, the B wings, the A wings, the Y wings, and the X wings. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not saying that they did that because they realised they were wrong, but it's just, it is just quite funny that they yeah, yeah. fall back on the things that came from the original trilogy um, yeah. at the end Absolutely. of that trilogy. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So what else did you? Uh, so hit? other, yeah, other things. There is, I think, my only gripe with the film, and it's not even a big deal because it didn't take me out of it at all, but the animation on Tarkin. It's great to see him back, and I thought the animation was okay. I thought it was Mm. all right, but it is obvious, isn't it? I think that's probably my only gripe with the film.
0: Yes, yes, I can't disagree. I think when I first watched it, my my mate who was with me had to pick my jaw up off the floor because <laughs> I was thinking I've never seen anything like this. But in the subsequent years, when you see the yeah. things that Marvel have done, it's just a product of its time, I guess. I
1: think that's right. I think, yeah, I think that's what um, it is.
0: Yeah. I think I, I th- it's not bad, but, you know, oh, God, but, no, no. but the, the eyes and the, oh, um, just so you know, I watched it in 3d when I watched oh, it this course, week before yeah. this podcast. And I have to say, I'm so upset that they've dropped 3D um, now, especially on Blu-ray releases, because yeah. what watching Star Wars in 3D is on a big screen is just it's spectacular. But I'll come back to that in a minute. to talk about Tarkin. Tarkin, it was his eyes and his mouth. I thought were the real yeah. issues. I, I had, down. yeah. Um, it's almost, a, it was great that he was in it quite a lot because a lot of people thought, oh, he'll just be in one scene perhaps and that'll be that. But he is actually quite a main character yeah. in it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, as Which, as he which be. makes sense, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to uh, say. But but when um, Krennic walks into the Star Destroyer bridge and you see the back of Tarkin and then you see his reflection in the window mm. of the Star Destroyer, I, I thought to myself, if they'd have just left it at that and he just spoke to him with his back with his to him back and used to... toys that looked amazing. I mean, obviously because it was a reflection, you could yeah. hide the imperfections. The, um, imperfections. A little bit, yeah, absolutely. Um, but obviously, um, yes, you're right. It wasn't fantastic when looking back now, it was great when it first came out, but um, you never know in the future, they might do a George Lucas and go yeah, back I into d- the movie. And- I did think that. <laughs> yeah. I did think that, but yeah. Um, it was better than Princess Leia though. I have to say she was the weakest part of the cgi they it's almost like they spent a lot there of tri- was a lot of time. glow wasn't
1: there think mm. i think of, why is she glowing so much yeah the skin thought, wasn't quite right was no. it no
0: no and, and i think they spent as much time on tarkin to get him as close as they could but they kind of just did a quick run at layer mm. I'm, I'm sure that's really disrespectful because i'm sure the
1: animators probably spent <laughs> hundreds hours. of hours on it yeah <laughs> hours and hours but yeah it's, it wasn't it wasn't bad it didn't take no. you out the film and it kind of Finish the film how yeah. you'd expect it to. But yeah. before we get to that, uh, mm. yeah, there were so many nods to the other films. Um, punch it, you know. They say punch it quite yep. a lot, or in a couple of occasions when they uh, when they escape Jeddah, which it always makes me smile. You know, mm. um, I, I always say that to my wife when she's driving. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else was there? The Death Star getting into into position to destroy Jeddah as Galen is talking about the power of it. Mm, you know that's that, that scene cinematography. There, yes, the cinematography was just fantastic. The so, cinematography of the whole of that film is just spectacular. Yeah, it is, yeah. Scarif, mm. you know everything on Scarif is just yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, Jeddah looks amazing on screen. Yeah, yeah, doesn't look overly different from some of the other planets that have appeared in, in star Wars, but no, it's a sandy planet. Why would, planet. It? Why would but it? the architect?
0: Yeah. yeah. But the architecture on it, I thought was a very different. Mm. Um, and I kind of like the hints at the fact that it was a, a planet that worshiped the Jedi at some point, mm. the huge statues mm. that also been knocked over by the empire to start, try and hide the Jedi. I thought that was, that was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then obviously seeing the, Attacks as well on the beach yeah. uh, there was they're beach. actually atrts those are are they atrts is that is that because they've got that bit missing
0: in the middle that's right they're they're, they're kind of um uh, transporters through right. materials um uh, okay. crates in the middle of them you know
1: this so. yeah yeah so uh, the bit i liked about that is when the uh the rocket they fire off the rocket and it hits it in the face and it just do you know what it, it? just reminded me of like a boxer getting hit and then yeah. not really having an effect, and he just turns yeah. back, and it's like, oh, we're in trouble now. Yeah. and the added effect of the original
0: um, sound effect of the of the walker turning yes. from Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. yeah, it just goes to show sound plays such a big it role. Does in Star it really? Wars. Does yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you forgetting Bo uh, Panda Boba and? Um,
1: Dr. Out. Out. Yeah, oh. I didn't know whether to write that down, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, It's pretty obvious, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's quite good. It's good to see them again. It was yeah. there was a reason for them being being on the planet that I did read up all about. Oh, okay, I didn't not know. Not too long before watching it. Yeah, but I can't remember it now. <laughs> I can not remember <laughs> it. But admin for next week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> before we get on to the next series. Um, oh, Yes. Uh, ah, w- when Oh, I don't want to get too far ahead, actually. There's a good few things in there that I want to talk about. Borgullet
0: Gullet. Oh, bore Gullet. Do, do you know what? Um, that was probably, that's one of the things I personally would have perhaps left out. Mm. Um, I, it didn't really so, serve a
1: purpose, did it, really? Cause, it just sort of brainwashed Bo, mm. uh, Bodie, wasn't it? Was it Bodhi? Yeah, Bodie Rook. Bodie mm. Rook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then he's in his
0: cell, and then they snap him out and of it, and then managed they managed to get him, him out of so... it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That
1: was about its only purpose. But I actually want to know if it's if there's a, a, a um, vintage collection figure of that. Oh, Bo Gullet? Yeah. No, because <laughs> there's so many crazy creatures that have got vintage collection figures. I thought might. Yeah, that would be a pretty big figure.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they've ever even. I don't think they've ever made a, a, a toy of that, but. I will check into that. I'm going to make a note of that now. Because I'm going to have lots of people
1: saying, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And if not, we need to get one. (laughs) For no reason other than it's just another one for the collection. (laughs) Um, I I like the saying, one fighter with a sharp stick and nothing left to lose can take the day. That's a brilliant little saying as well. Yeah, it's great. It's a film full of unreal dialogue as well, Mm. isn't it? Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing. You know? Yeah. No, well, we dialogue's a huge part. So, mm. I mean, absolutely into that. Yeah. So, towards the end, then, when they're on Scarif, they dress as Imperials. But I would like to know what Jin Erso was dressed as.
0: Well, that, that was. I've not
1: seen that costume before, no.
0: I don't think. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I've only seen them about a thousand times, so I should know this, but I don't remember <laughs> seeing that out uniform in the original trilogy. Yeah. Um. I think it's something that perhaps a landing yes. landing trooper, you know, sort mm. of helps in the ships when they're landing. But I, I don't. Know. I don't know for sure. But no. um, I think that's the first time we've
1: seen that. That might be one for the any listeners. If you do know what that one is, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just an interesting one to see. Yeah. Yeah, have you got? I mean, I I love the whole
0: film. I I I find it very difficult to find anything wrong with the whole film. But mm. the, the part of the film that I just cannot get enough of, and there's actually edits on YouTube where you can just watch this on okay. its own, is the space battle above Scarif. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is literally Return of the Jedi vibes. Yeah. And I don't know if you've not got before... to that bit in my notes yet. But oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm going to jump. Carry I'm going to jump to it. Go for it. Um. I just love that moment or that, that those scenes. And um, because I don't know if you remember when we did the top 16 star Wars Canon vid, uh, mm-hmm. films and TV shows, yeah. when I got to return of the Jedi, I said one of my all time favorite moments in all of star Wars is the battle above Endor. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, they haven't recreated that with this battle, but they've certainly used the vibes from it. Yeah. And uh it, I just, I just, I thought it was brilliant. It's it's not very long. It's very structured. Everything's got a reason for being on the screen, mm-hmm. just like Return of the Jedi. It tells the story of what they're trying to do. It's not a big action set piece for the sake of it. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, the X wings, the Y wings. Um, yeah. I go, when I go to see the films at the cinema, I usually go with two friends of mine, Stuart and Tom. And uh, we, we've pretty much gone to every Disney release um, since the films have come out. And uh, this occasion, I went with Stuart. And uh, we were we were enjoying the film. We thought it was excellent, you know, mm-hmm. it was brilliant. But then, as soon as um, Red Leader and Gold Leader came on, and they'd they'd found footage in the archives of takes that they hadn't used for Episode Four and wow. inserted them into Rogue One, we were both fist pumping the air because yeah. because obviously, it, you know, we never thought we'd see anything like that. It was, it was never even in our minds. And to this to the, to this moment today, um, I love that bit so much because mm. of course it would be them. They 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 will be fighting against the Death Star in a couple of yeah. days' time yeah. in
1: times of the timeline. So that was brilliant, it's perfect, yeah. And yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, in my notes, it's like the whole red leader uh, standing by, gold leader standing by, and I was like, this is so cool. Even yeah. though I've seen the film five or six times, I think I was just like, yeah, this is so cool. And uh, and if anybody can
0: do, if they've got a three D TV, they have to watch rogue one in 3d because okay. watching that space bath in 3d is is something else i mean if <laughs> i'm not going to try and stand here and say this is what 3d is like because everyone knows mm, but mm. you actually feel like you're in space <laughs> with those ships flying around in your living yeah. room it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> um i cannot i cannot tell you how much i wish they'd carried on doing the 3d mm. releases for star wars when before george i don't know if you know but before george lucas sold he He'd um turned all of the original films and the prequel trip films into 3D. All right. And he was going to release them every few months. And I think he released the Phantom Menace mm. on, in 3D. And then he, he sold the company and Disney decided to scrap the whole idea. So somewhere at Lucasfilm, all of these films, these six films have been transferred into 3D. Mm. And you know what George Lucas is like? He would have made sure it was done very well. Mm. He, he never mm. did anything, you know, half, halfway. And um, they even advertised some of the films for 3D to be sold as Blu-rays, but okay. Disney stopped that as well. So oh. just just please, please release those. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, we're here to talk about
1: Rogue One. Yeah, that's um, fine, that's fine. There was, <laughs> there was another scene that I actually drew a comparison with the Obi-Wan series. I don't know if that was taking it from Rogue One, but um, when K2SO picks up the Stormtrooper and uses him as a weapon, it was you know, parallel to uh, the loading droid in oh, yeah. Obi-Wan. And I yeah. thought, well, oh, that was quite interesting. I don't know if it's, yeah, something that they did, in especially in Obi-Wan, but just thought I'd say that. Um, and then, obviously, the, there's the Imperial fighters, the, the space battle that you've spoken of. Um, and just before that, it's, the my opinion, the best best scene of the film. Best scene. <laughs> it's, uh, we all know what you're talking about exactly yeah vader coming in yeah and it's just that darkness and then him ign- you know start, start starting up his uh lightsaber and oh man i just remember like getting goosebumps in the cinema i was i think i grabbed my mate i was like yeah. this is amazing yeah i mean
0: uh, it's darth vader is most evil badass isn't it he's so cool yeah <laughs> Did did you I don't, you probably have noticed this but have you noticed that the music playing while he's doing that um is an operatic slow down version of the imperial I march did, I did notice yeah, that, yeah that that's just yeah.
1: another nice touch um, yeah. in the soundtrack i think that's fantastic yeah. well, um i, I was going to say just like the last thing i've got to say i knew that scene was coming and even watching it this time my heart is, my heart started beating faster And even though I know it's coming, I was just like, "Oh man, I can't wait!" Yeah, it's (laughs) it's it's so good, such a good scene. (laughs) And and just going back slightly before
0: that scene, um, I won't go into that scene because you basically nailed it. That's absolutely brilliant. But just before that scene, when the Death Stars fired on um, Scarif, Mm. and uh, the you see the wave coming towards. Jin and uh cassian yeah and then it it goes back up to um space and you see Ka- um admiral raddus looking down and there's that operatic classical music playing of and he says you know rogue one may the force be with you uh, it, again the cinematography is just mm. something okay. on another level it really is and it you know it, it kind of gets your you know tar- um, pulls at the heartstrings a little bit that mm. wow you know they've just sacrificed themselves. They've got the plans, and you you think you know it's really weird because you know that the plans are going to get to um, yeah. Princess Leia, but you you kind of think, oh my god, they're going to do it, they're going to do it, and that's for me the the sign of a
1: great film because you're you are you are so mm. tied up into it, that yeah. You, just, oh. you know um, the ending. You know yeah. it's going to work out. Yet it's, yeah, it's yeah. You still you don't think of it like that. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's a fantastic film. <laughs> Such a good film let us know what your favorite moments of that film are. I'm sure you'll agree with us with the Vader scene, but favorite moments. Yeah. Let us know.
0: And and we haven't got much time, I know, but we'll have to talk about the trailers that originally came out because there's so many deleted scenes Mm -hmm. um, that are in those trailers that originally came out of so many things that we never saw because they came in at the, I think at the end and Gareth Edwards kind of, just edited um, the series. Uh, sorry, edited the film. Um, and then they decided they needed a lot more footage and they kind of changed the structure of the story a little bit. And mm. someone else came in and directed some scenes. I think it was Gary Witter actually, who is it Gary Witter? Who's the guy who's actually created and, or I forget his name. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the top okay. Of head, I'm well, afraid. Yeah. he came in and he filmed some scenes and they changed the ending and, and, and certain parts of the beginning of the film, I believe with Jin And, um, yeah, they' th- there's so many scenes that they haven't released with Darth Vader, with Krennic, with Jin. Um, there's a whole ending, different ending to them getting the plans hmm. um, up to the fleet. Uh, yeah, so I'd love to see that at some stage. Hopefully, they bring out a ten year anniversary Blu-ray or something yeah, um, yeah. on Disney Plus or on Disney Plus. So that'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, um, best Star Wars film Disney Disney have done so far, yeah. and up there in terms of Star Wars in general
1: absolutely yeah so do we want to uh talk about andor a little bit in a couple of minutes that we've got
0: yeah um i think i think in terms of rogue one you 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 learn a little bit of where andor's been i think he said doesn't he that um he's been fighting this um war since he was 6 years old i think he said mm. Mm. um so you know we kind of got a slight hint and obviously, at the beginning of Rogue One, we see him mercilessly kill a, kill his informant because yeah, he knows yeah. he won't get away. So we know at the beginning of Rogue One, he's quite a ruthless agent yes, for the Rebellion, yeah. who's doing things behind the um, command hier- hierarchy. Like Mon Mothma mm. obviously tells him, to g- gives him orders, but then his his colonel or captain or whoever he was was giving well, him other orders yeah, to follow. Yeah, yeah. But he's in some sort of um, CIA type agency inside yeah. of the rebellion which is quite interesting so we might find out more
1: about that yeah yeah that'd be good um anything you are looking you're hoping for i'd like to see more of scariff personally and i'm wondering if we'll see tarkin again
0: i don't think we'll see either of those things no? to be quite honest with you know i think Scarif is for the film and we I are think... likely
1: to see Jeddah again aren't we do you think i
0: don't, I well, don't know
1: see, we're gonna see Saw, aren't we so possibly still on Jeddah
0: possibly Mm. yeah we might do i mean it's i have read that um they're going to be very light on easter eggs and Mm. fan service in this series so i don't think we're going to see a huge amount of stuff like that but who knows they might just be saying
1: that to sort of yeah temper our expectations yeah Yeah, we don't know do we cool no no. i think that's all we got time for this week unless you've got new addition to a show uh I I think we'll have to save it for
0: next time. No problem. Um, yeah. we <laughs> time. running out of time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But we do we do have
1: uh, a little tease for some people, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah. So um we've got a challenge coming up. We'll get into it more but our next episode should be a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you want to give away too much more than that.
0: Um I don't know if we give away too much, but uh let's just say we're leaving the studio and we've given each other a challenge and <laughs> We're on the road for the day. Yeah. Filming ourselves on this challenge. So well, I, be, I really can't give away too much more than no, that.
1: But there'll be a couple more podcasts coming out about that. Yeah. And that is i can say It it's was good a good fun. good laugh. We've already yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. already done it. So it's just the <laughs> editing to do now. <laughs> cool. Excellent stuff. Right. Cool. Well, I think that's it for the week then, mate. Excellent. Um everyone like and subscribe and rate and review if you're listening that'd be great yep um, any, any any notes about Rogue One are more than welcome any notes yeah get them in the comments below uh and we'll see you next time it's and or next week yeah cool Take <laughs> you
0: Bye.